I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway, join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, po- hey, hey, do you... Have you guys ever... Do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima... Oh. Zima... Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. The following... The following... The following journey into comics. Journey into comics. A journey into comics. A journey into comics. Journey into comics. Journey into comics. Network. 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 Production. Production. Started down as a wrinkle in his brain when Nate hit a brand new guy hit the puzzle the game setting out on a journey podcast into the masses formed a pop family kicking audio asses now the walking dead is dead and the end game was won but the war it isn't over because the battle's just begun the boys are back in action can't you see Nate and Brando laid down the OGs of JIC what's up Deuterinos welcome to the very first episode of a very new show with very old hosts. This is a new... Our voices are old and shit. <laughs> so, if you guys don't know, surprise! We are back in a new show on the Journey into Comics Network. And this show is called The OGs. And it is starring, of course, my good buddy and co-founder of the Journey into Comics Network, Nate Phillips. Dude, we're back. And yours truly, the what was my nickname at one point? The Podmaster, dude. You are the still the Podmaster. Come on, man. Brandon, the Podmaster himself. Podmaster Brandon Stone coming at you once again. This thing, it's it's kind of funny because we're recording this before the the first thing that we did in over a year has even aired. It's all the reveal has not happened yet in this world. And it's funny because that reveal doesn't even happen in that in that show. It didn't even happen there. We didn't mention it. We just said, hey, we should do this again sometime. And then, uh, well, let's just lay it out. What is going on and why is this happening? Why are are your ears being assaulted by us together once again for the second week in a row? Uh, Well, it it came to my attention a few weeks ago that Blaine was going to be taking... It's going to (laughs) rain. It's going to rain. Uh... (laughs) Well, it did. That's it has rained a lot. Too. <laughs> well, um, well, Blaine took a week off. Yeah, he, last week, Fourth uh, of July. He's like, I'm, I'm out. I, I'm, I'm going to go to St. Louis and I'm going to see Spider Man. Uh, not in St. Louis. I think he saw it here, but be that as it may, and he saw it the day before today on the on the third as we record this. Anyway, he oh, was like, "It's timey wimey." It is timey wimey. Stay with me. Stay with me here. Anyway, so uh, he's like, he told me, he's like, yeah, I'm going to have Nate fill in and he's going to do something. I'm like, oh, no, oh, you don't say. I'm thinking in my little skull up here, he has been trying to get me and you on Podcastrophy forever, for forever and a day and was hoping to do so for episode 100. And 
Well, I already said yes. He said that you were, uh, I don't know, maybe it was kind of too far out. You didn't know. Because, I mean, you don't live around here, and it's a Tuesday. It's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I got responsibilities I have to live up to or do whatever, you know. Who knows? And then I'm like, you know what? I think this would be funny as shit if I reached out to you. We did podcastrophy together, and it's the first time you and me have been on air. In like a year, and it's on his show without him. It's like the biggest fuck you to Dick <laughs> without it being a fuck you to Dick. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest, Brando. It's great because, you know, I feel, and I we fucking talked about this off air after we decided to do this thing where we did in fact do the show and had an amazing conversation. We went almost three hours. We were... Focused, but kind of all over the place. There was a lot of stuff in the air that we were dealing with and talking about mm-hmm. and whatnot. It was maybe a slightly heavier episode. But that's not even the end of the whole entire plan. We're not done laying out how we fucking shimmied the post on this one. Because then, to keep the lie up and to keep Blaine from knowing anything, <laughs> I actually recorded. I recorded it even, dude. I even recorded it on my board. I still have the audio. A fake podcast yesterday where I live streamed by myself and fucking taunted and teased him that there could be some other thing happening. But he has no idea that this is where it's going to be. Tomorrow, which by the time you're listening to this is almost a week and change ago, we're making the reveal of this show on Facebook. I mean, at least I hope we are. If there's not pictures working, then we're not getting anything happening on Facebook except for that little refresh marker, you know? Okay, so like two days? Something like that. It it might have been like on Friday, maybe, that, uh, that Blaine came into work, and he just so happened to be on the same project that I was on. Only I am upstairs and he's downstairs. And I don't know that he's down there. Maybe I do know he's down there. Well, and during one of his breaks, he comes up and talks to me, right? And he's just up there chilling. We're talking. And then he tells me, he's like, yeah, Nate's going to do a live stream uh, at, like, like when I'm off. I'm like, like, oh, yeah? He goes, yeah. And I just play it up like I have no idea what's going on. Like, And it's funny because at one point I actually yes, had to I just – I actually had to just look at the ground and just, like, no-sell it, you know? It was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, what do I care? <laughs> like, you know, it's like, I can't I can't hint in because I wasn't about to do that. I'm not going to, like, you know, like, you dangled the carrot and said, hey, I might have something different. What if, you know, like, like this live stream is short, but what if I have something better? It's like, I was just like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I hope he has a good time, you know? <laughs> it's like, it was something very off the cuff like that, like, I didn't really care. Uh so that was funny. I got to do. I got to have a little part on that as well. But you know what? That was awesome. That episode was awesome. If you guys haven't heard it, that's sort of like the preamble uh, to this new show, I guess. Because you know, Nate brought me in to co-host Journey to Comics with him. We we you know co. That was five years ago, dude. I know, I know. So like, and it doesn't seem like it's been five years ago. At all? Nope. Uh, we, you know, we co we co-hosted that show. But it also show. feels like that was twenty years ago. <laughs> but we we co-hosted that show for almost four years. Some happenings went down within the network. I ended up leaving and taking a really long sabbatical, 
and we you know we dive into that a little bit you know during a lot of it during that episode because it was heavy topics man it's something that me that me and you had never even talked about at length at all at all like we've been very correct very friendly and cordial with each other there was no lasting anger or bitter feelings that was a, something that I wanted to make sure from the get go that even if I was upset or you were upset no that's not I don't want this to affect that it, it's going to be a bit different and maybe a bit standoffish at first because because everything was so fresh everything was like right there in the moment and you're going to have that and I remember the very first time that you and I ever spoke to each other uh, really in text at length or of anything is when I was on podcast be 50 Right after that, you hit me up on the way home uh, and sent me some messages, and I and I sent some back, and I you know, and I thought, hey, maybe this is it. Maybe we'll start talking more, and it, it kind of didn't happen. We both have, despite not working together, we're still very busy people. Oh yeah, very true. Yeah, so I mean, it happens, dude. So, uh, when you are not. Like and, and this happens to me, and I'm sure this happens to a lot of people. If you're not like involved in a daily or routine with me, I, it's not that I forget. It's just it doesn't come to me all the time to reach out or to say hi or to do anything. It's like sometimes something will... It's almost like an, a, a, a perception filter or something. Mm-hmm. You don't mean it to be like yeah. that. You're not trying to block somebody out. It just time goes by. You're not... For example, thinking of Wes right now because you're doing other things, but now Wes is in your head, and you're like, "Oh shit, man! What? I hope Wes is." Good. I know. You know? Shout yeah, out to Wes. You know, shout out to Wes. I know Presto's the same way. I feel bad that I don't keep up with him as much as I used. Ever since I had a kid, it feels like he has not been over here once, or I you know I haven't really seen him, and it's, it it really sucks. It really sucks. But that's part of being an adult, having a family, having things that you do in your everyday life, including work. So like the whole daily routine in life is you know is rolling along and here we are after that you know i also heard there was another little sprinkle eh, eh, pun of oh. of information that came oh. my way that uh one of the shows or two of the shows technically are at a commission right now on the network uh, due to some flooding and not some flooding, dude. The worst flooding I've ever seen. Like four feet of water in a basement, you know, water pouring directly onto his interface mm. and frying it permanently with files of his band and other shit that were on there that he's not ever gonna be able to recover. Like it's honestly fucking tragic and I feel super bad for Chris. This is us filling the time, though, and us being able to be creative. And I think that's one thing that when you left last year and everything went down, really changed with me. It was like it spawned my creativity. What can you do? Like, you don't just go, oh, well, that's fucking it, you know. And there are some other shows that are still in the works, you know, on the network. Uh, But this was something, as soon as you threw the idea at me, man, I was like, fucking A, we have something cool here. I want to work with you as soon as possible. This is a regular opportunity to get our friendship to be back on track and be able to talk to each other more regularly and uh, and also not have the constraints. Because no offense to the show we created, but staying in the world of comics keeps you boxed in to the world of comics when you're talking. I mean, let's be honest. Notice that at some point... 
you know, like I realized we don't just talk about that. And, and that was going all the way back to like my first episodes as a guest uh, where we just talked about anything yeah. nerd. And that became sort of like the preamble before, you know, this is a show about comic books, movies, television, video games, and everything nerd. It was like, you know, don't let the name fool you. We like everything. And yes, we're going to have a lot of comic stuff. And, you know, and to be honest, it's kind of, it's kind of funny because we got linked up by you're like, I collect comics now. I'm like, I collect video games now. We're like, ah. <laughs> and then, like, Bingo a dingo, the spark. Well, and it was funny because obviously you created the show to sort of like log your journey into not only into comics, but collecting comics. And then I come along. I'm not really into collecting comics. Like the only comic I have close to me right here, this is going to be a shout out. Hey, good old ten. Nice ten thousand miles by uh, Todd Black. Yeah, that, that's a that's a GIC callback for you. Uh, but I don't have that many. One fifty two. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't have that many uh, comic books on hand. I'm not that big a so like we uh, essentially would talk about more so uh, comic book oriented news like movies or television involving or even video games if it was out you know applicable, but. Then, like, the only comic we ever truly stayed on the course for was The Walking Dead. And that just came to an end oh. today. As we... Shocking, brutal... That comic brought us back together uh, in conversation. After we had kind of had a big, long uh, gap in that. And you had, you had talked about it on because I was getting into podcasting. I hadn't started podcasting yet because I didn't have the know-how or the or the equipment that I needed. And I didn't. I was like, man, this is going to cost too much money right now. I, I can't get into it. You started it because you have the board still, the same freaking board that we use for the still pen. using it, bro. Still, still using this it. Day. Uh, I I hope what happened to Chris doesn't happen to you. And I I keep this thing in a fucking safe. <laughs> Like I, it does not leave my sight. I sleep with it. I, I mean, it's <laughs> it's in great care. You know what I'm saying? I implore you to get something to back it up, even if it's just a uh, an old USB mic, because you hook that up to your computer, you have Audacity, you can podcast right then and there. Um, but I implore you <laughs> for your sanity, because the day that thing dies is going to probably hurt worse than any family member you have lost yet. You know something crazy? I'm going to tell you right now that I've already like thought about what happens if that happens. And I've already priced out getting a brand new used one. And it's only like 300 bucks, and I'm going to do Is it. Is it the same type and everything? I, I'm, it's the same exact board. It's literally this. I mean, they made a bunch of them, right? <laughs> so, and if it's brand new in the box, like, come on, man. Oh, man. But that was, see, like, but that's your opportunity, though, like. Uh, for three hundred bucks, for another hundred bucks or so, you can get something that's like newer, and you know is a lot more streamlined. I know you love your board, and, and she's your baby, and everything like that. But my journey into podcasting it's all about having those eight inputs. Well, eight inputs, sure, sure, absolutely. But you know, sometimes eight people is just too much. You don't need eight people trying to talk over each other. Listen to Bruce with dudes, and you get one point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. I love Nick. Thank you so much. Uh, really, you're nice re plug. really nice plug. Yeah, Coming out really tomorrow, great guys with dudes like 91, 90. 
Really Thank great you. guys with Bruiser Dudes, but I guessed it on Game of King Chair over on Podcastrophy's Podbean channel. Go check that out on podcast services around the globe. But Game of King Chair, I guessed it with uh, Austin. And I like Austin. He's a great guy. Uh, but it was I found it. I felt like it was like podcasting early days again, where you're trying to get your licks in and like you're trying to find your spot to slide in. And buddy, it's hard. It's hard. And, and, and you know, as we've gone along, as we learned podcasting etiquette, if you will, you learn to stop and let other people talk. You know, especially if you're gonna have yeah, if, if you're gonna have guests on. You guys, I mean, like, we talk all the time. Let them talk, you know? Yeah, exactly. Give the give the conversation room to breathe. Let the people you brought on bring their voice. You know, one person who's really good about that, and I will always give him nothing but love, is Dick. You know, he really does know how to fall back in a conversation when he has a, a cast of characters on there and not dominate when he's on the show. Yep. Which is nice. He's still learning how to steer because... Yeah, that but that's that's a journey, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, 250 episodes of JIC, I'm still not sure if I've got my hands on the wheel or not. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's just one of those things where you've got like, and, you know, and we, you know, we did that with the with the panels that we've hosted for cons or whatever, where you've got to you've got to steer. You've got to steer. And whether you want to or not, you've got to keep that conversation going and to do areas and not let it be stagnant on one spot for too long. Or if there's more than one person up there, you know, and you notice this person has talked for like two or three minutes, let's go to the other guy. You know, let's see what he's got to say. Uh, and that, hey, what? I got, some, I got something for you in this. I got something for you in this. I'm going to reveal because it's our new podcast and I think that it's fresh energy. So it's like. I, I feel comfortable and confident enough to talk about this. So there was a moment in our podcasting journey together where I got really mad at you but had to maintain so much composure because we were in public. And it's 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 way past now, but just you bringing that up, like the having to steer. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take you back to I think it was probably the first LafiCon we hosted. Okay. Maybe the second. I think it was the first. So it was definitely the first. And we were, you know, we're green at hosting, so that's going to factor into it as well. But there were some prop guys who we had to interview. And I was like, dude, make sure you do this show with me. Do not leave me fucking on this stage alone. And you did it not once, but you did it both fucking days. Unbelievably. Dude. And it, God I was so like, what the fuck? Uh, like, cause, like, no offense to that guy. No offense to that James guy. But, like, he just, I do not like the cut of his jib. It doesn't flow with me. We we can't have a, not, a natural conversation because he thinks it's a performance or something. I'm not sure. What, maybe he's nervous of the podcast or whatever. But, like, it's hard to get him to just be reactionary and in the moment. He's always trying to make the conversation he's trying to steer and it's like dude you gotta let me do my job we'll get there you know we'll get there when we get there so <laughs> but i will also say that you doing that to me made me so much more fucking confident when i had to do it alone and i had to oh my god have the team of people now the comics network you know those guys and gals <sighs> helping it out I, uh, this past year and it was <sighs> it worked it went well I don't remember. Okay, I don't remember why the first one. 
I don't really remember why <laughs> why I set that one out. Maybe there was something we ha- I had to do, or maybe you know you know you were over talking to Mike by the board. So I don't know if you guys were just getting a status report and you were trying to hear what he was having to say, and he got into a conversation and you were trapped, Arena, which I totally understand. But like I do, I looked up. <laughs> you guys were conversing, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm fucked." I know that. I knew because I knew at some point whatever I was doing or whatever, I don't remember because it's been quite some time ago. But I do remember getting to hear some of that panel and was very confident in my own mind that I don't want to be anywhere near this tomorrow. <laughs> so so I, I know that the first one wasn't necessarily uh, purposeful. Uh, like, you know, on that regard. But I know the second one was. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> he's like, I'm holding him. I don't give a no. fuck. He's going on. Uh-uh. You get it. You understand. It was hard. It was really difficult. And- but again, get getting those chops in and having to do that helped me to be better in, in situations where I know nothing about the people. You know what? And it's regretful because I feel like if, I mean, at the same time, though, like, what good would I have done if I were up there? Uh, it, if he's trying to steer the ship and you can't get the wheel from him, like, what am I going like, to... It's almost like... Uh, I, it's it's kind of like I, I just felt like one of the guys on the ship uh, during the GIW episode with the two wrestlers, with the two indie guys, um, I felt so out of my element there because I had knew nothing about these dudes. And I'm like, all right, yeah, let's interview these guys. And you were going, and they would answer, and you would go, and they would answer. And, like... A lot of the questions that I was thinking of of asking, you went ahead and just asked them. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And it was like, Brando, you got anything? I'm like, no, because I didn't want to ask a dumb question. I don't want to be that guy. I'd rather just yeah, say you- nothing. And so then they called me yeah, out. Like, and I'm just enjoying. But, um, yeah, uh, steering the ship, being you know, being a podcaster, learning that, uh. Getting you know good rapport with your continual hosts, getting good flow of energy. It's difficult to do that over the internet, uh, especially when we have issues. You have to fake it. Uh, that that's a behind the scenes thing. It's an art, dude. <laughs> when you don't hear a damn thing that they just said, and you're just gonna <laughs> pretend like you did. That is so funny, and sometimes you can mask it on post production to where the audience never knows. One of my favorite, one of my favorite uh, editing things. And this was funny because this is going back to like episode 9 or 10 of Journey into Comics. It was one of the first times. Whoa, taking it way back. Way back. It was one of the first times that you came down. I think it was called Adventures in Game Hunting or something like that. You, me, and Rob went game hunting. Episode 9 for sure. And uh, yeah, because episode 10 was the the button menace. Uh, Yep, the button menace. (laughs) And... uh, we you know, we had my my old condenser mic just sitting in the middle, and you had to go tinkle. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Let me for my because for my perspective, we're green in this, and I'm like fuck it. I'm just gonna be honest. I have to go piss. I'm gonna let the guys know I have to piss. Hey, I have to piss. Okay, go cool. I walk out and I'm like trying to be quiet going out, you know, just like because you guys are in the conversation. I think you were talking about Legos or something. And uh, I went in into your bathroom and I took the longest, like, Austin <laughs> Powers fucking piss, dude. Like, 
I was worried you guys were going to stop the show and come look for me. That's how long it was. Because I kept stopping. And then I would pee more. And I'm like, what is going on? Do I have a second bladder today? Like, what the fuck? And then I remember like coming back in. And that room at the time was your game room. It's now Wyatt's room. But the game room at the time. And the door squeaky as fuck. And I'm like, fucking they're gonna hear this <laughs> you know it fucking loud as shit i'm like of course they know i tried to sneak back on uh, so so guys i was listening to this now i was much more of a critic of myself of my speech impediment of my stutter of me slipping over my own words uh, listen to any of the early solo casts, and you'll notice every single instance of those are gone. <laughs> I was so self-conscious about it early on that I would get rid of every... I would listen to it and work on that thing for hours. It was a labor of love, and I, I this was no different. I, we recorded at my at my house on the laptop with Audacity or something. So it was like, boop, boop, boop. Yep, you know, this is Brando's show to record and, and edit, and I was listening to it, and I'm like, oh, man, that... You leaving, you know, like, that's kind of like, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll take that out, you know, because I found a spot where I was talking and then, like, we kind of stopped for you to leave and then I just jumped right back in. That if I took all that out, it was like nothing ever happened. I'm like, well, what do you know? There it is. Nate never left, right? Except for when you come back and it's so loud and we're already talking, I can't take it out. <laughs> And so, and so then you then you come back and you're like I just had the longest pee of my life <laughs> it's like Austin Powers and so I already had taken it out that I'm like well that was like a good like five minutes well wasted on me editing him leaving <laughs> but so then what I did was I left it like that so where if you listen to the episode today go find it you will not hear him leave, and then he'll be back having talked this story about the longest pee of his life. I did a great job of ninjing out of the room, and the pee seems much shorter because there was time edited out for my pee. <laughs> but, but it was a lot. Oh, man. But anyways, after we did the show last week for Podcastrophy, was it 96? Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. 96. Hitting the reset button. Hitting the reset button. You know, I know the I know the issue with you know with you know, with Chris and everything going on. Blaine told me that you hit up the group and you were like, anybody got any ideas for some shows? You were like, Dave Chappelle. Hey man, got any more of them shows? <laughs> Chappelle show, Chappelle show, Chappelle show, Chappelle show. Chappelle show. <laughs> Has that story been told before? Have we told the Chappelle Show story? I think we have. Um, I spent the night at your house. Still funny as fuck. And we fell asleep within like the first 20 minutes of watching the first episode of the first disc of this first season of the Chappelle Show. We passed the fuck out. I think I fell asleep like on the floor and you were like on the couch or some shit. That floor was hard as fuck though. Right? And... When once the disc is over, it goes back to the menu <laughs> and, and just playing the intro. Chappelle show, it's on loop, and your dad is upstairs trying to sleep. <laughs> he said for forty, it's driving him fucking insane. 
Oh, shit. Oh, the, the, the thought of your dad sitting up there with his head on the pillow, <laughs> hearing that guy sing Chappelle show, Chappelle show for 45 minutes <laughs> before he's like, shut the fucking thing off. And we're like, huh? Been, <laughs> it's been going for 45 fucking minutes. Fucking Chappelle show. <laughs> <laughs> all recorded, all uh, true. That's how it happened. Uh, <coughs> Jesus, that Christ. was a time when my dad's voice brought the fear of God into me oh, too. Oh, dude! So like, we were in high school. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. sighs> so Nate reached out to any everybody in the group. Does anybody have any more shows? Blaine tells me we have the show last week. And it was like putting on an old pair of like shoes, dude. Putting on the comfiest, lacing up an old pair of boots. Yeah, and it, it, you know we hit it hard, we hit it heavy, we had a good conversation, we had good laughs, and that to me, it wasn't the subject matter journey into comics. It, I didn't give a shit about the movies, the TV, whatever. It was the rapport. It was the connection, the longevity of the relationship of you and I. That we could forge the new memories while rehashing old ones, and having running gags and all that stuff, and it fell right in, right right back into place. And we went way longer than either one of us had had ever intended that night, just like we always do. Surprise! It's us, motherfuckers. And so I'm like, it's the OGs. It's what we do. Exactly. Well, and the, okay. So I'm like, dude, I got an idea. I want to help you out. <laughs> I don't know the logistics of this show yet you know we're a half hour into this show and we're not even in the show yet and we've already had i've already been this is probably the show (laughs) but i mean you know i pitched the idea the name we worked it out we did this you know logo ideas and it's like i don't want to come back in and disrupt any of the norm i don't i know what's going on I'm in the know, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that for anybody. What's the norm is the norm. But what I do want to do is I do want to help out some of my friends, some people I'm close to, you know, and I want to come right back in, and we can do this, and it's going to be a hell of a fucking ride. We don't know. Complete logistics, because surprise, I've got another kid on the way in October, and that's going to throw our living situation out of whack for a little while until we get into a new routine. Can I still do podcasts? Of course I can still do fucking podcasts. Who can't? It's just I don't know how that's going to mesh into any sort of time and schedules. It's a new dynamic, man. Yeah. You're going to have not just uh, Wyatt to watch after now, and you don't want Kate to feel overwhelmed when the baby's crying and Wyatt's screaming, and it's like, overload, 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 what the fuck? And you're just like, oh, I'm a bad dad. Okay, fuck, I can't do this right now. Like, Absolutely understandable, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, as far as like, uh, from what I understand, Chris's shows were every other week with voice, right? Yep. And, th- and whatever's coming when voice leaves in a few weeks. Okay. Well, that's what this show is going to do for the time being. It's going to take Chris's spot 
It's going to help out the network. It's going to help out you guys, the listeners, for that that tune into the network. That maybe some of you guys are old schoolers, some OGs just like us, and been listening to me and him ramble on for quite a, for you know for five years. Or maybe you're brand new people. You have no idea who the fuck I am. And you're like, who's this Brando guy? And why do they keep, like, what they, they talk about these old memories. Like, I don't know any of this stuff. Well, dude, there's a whole backlog of shit. Go listen to it. And hurry up and listen to it because let me tell you, we're almost at the 999 mark on, on iTunes. And once we hit the 999 mark for episodes, episode one will be gone. And then episode two will be gone. You won't be able to get them on iTunes and stuff. But, uh, you know, other services will probably have it. You can always go on to journeyintocomics.com because the backlog will always be there, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, but we do encourage people, if you are new to our voices, to go back and listen, because the history is... We tell a pretty awesome story through our time and space together, man. We've got a, a lot of memories and moments together that we've shared, for real. Absolutely. And so when I you know, when I pitched the idea of the show, you were like, yes, let's do it. It was great getting back. And I'm like, I want it to be new. I want it to be old. I don't want it to be constrained, like you said, to any sort of specific group of topic. We could talk about whatever the fuck we want, whether it's political, whether it's bullshit, whether it's anything, whether it's fireworks going off outside my window uh, from my neighbors. <laughs> you can hear it. Speaking of neighbors. Oh, great segue, bro. Speaking Get of neighbors. Pony and ride. All right. So, like, I've got... I've got it pretty easy, okay? I've got some really good neighbors around me. I'm not going to lie. I don't have any crazy neighbors. Tracy, the neighbor behind me, he did something the other day that shocked me. Oh? He talked to me. Oh. (laughs) I understand that. Usually you don't interact with your neighbors. I get that. This isn't small town USA like we grew up in, Brandon. Well, uh, I'll just be honest with you. I kind of... Avoid my neighbor over there. He's a nice guy, but he he reminds me of like the aspects of my dad that I wish I wouldn't like. You know, like like you don't you love your dad, right? But it's like he tells you the same stuff over and over again, and it's like yeah, 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 yeah dad, yeah, dad. Mm, he is the same way, and he'll he'll rehash it in the same goddamn conversation. Oh, so you can't escape. It's a repeating loop. I got stuck outside in the middle of January. It's like negative five outside. I just want to go inside the house. I've been working. And like it's like 2016, you know, January 2016. And I'm and, I, and he caught me. Damn, it's cold. He, he wants to talk about work and, you know, like where I work and if they're hiring. And it's like, yeah, this. And then I, I, I tried to get away seven times. Oh God! I look back in and I see my wife, and she's looking out, and I I go, "Help!" (laughs) And she didn't (laughs) help. (laughs) She didn't. uh, (laughs) She didn't get it. She was like, "Oh my God, you're out there for so long." I'm like, "Why didn't you call me? Text me something. Give me an out." (laughs) Oh man, help me! Help me! Help me! That's what I'm saying. Help me. What's that, Team America? It's me. It's me. What's he saying? Kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, but we just met our other neighbor uh, the other day, and and he moved into the house that one that was always empty. Um, 
super, yeah. you know, super nice guy. He helped me out with something, and it, it's really cool. Um, but not the one that faces your bathroom, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, totally. But, Just making sure I got the right reference. But life hasn't always been that way with neighbors. So, I I have two apartment story neighbor stories, right? One of them, I got to preface it. You know, we're not going to try and hold back and censor ourselves on this show. We're not trying to reach a general audience. We are the fucking OGs of this network of these shows. Whatever, dude. We we were it. So we're the trailblazing eyebrow raising motherfuckers. Woo! Hey. So I want to preface this by just warning you: if you have any sorts of sensitivity, I am not dogging on anybody. I am not speaking ill of people. But the neighbors who lived below, right below me in my very first apartment were special needs. I am not faulting them or doing anything, okay? You're going to tell a story from a perspective that's going to be comedic. Although they were handicapped, you're not making fun of their needs. You are coming at this from the standpoint of what your experience was, which (coughs) is your experience. And if anybody was put in your shoes, which you're about to put us in, I don't know this story, they would probably react how you react. I can't wait to hear it. So there were two gentlemen who lived downstairs. They were older, you know, and one of them was a chain smoker. Literally, he would walk out front and stand out front and smoke a cigarette and hack and cough like, like bad, you know, like someone with a lot of tar in their lungs. And then he would walk inside and walk out back and smoke a cigarette in the back like he was caught in like a feedback loop. Jesus Christ. Okay? So one of these instances okay. was like, it was in the winter, December, January, February, somewhere right there, somewhere when it was cold as shit. And he's out front hacking and coughing, and he throws up on the sidewalk and it freezes. <laughs> That's the grossest thing. (laughs) Go ahead. So, (coughs) there were apparently some other uh, people within the community, within the apartment community that we were living in, that were also uh, special needs or whatever, or handicapped, however you want to say it. And, you know, a lot of, you know, they have people come by that, you know, care after them and take them places to go grocery shopping or. You know, whatever, and make sure that they're doing okay, right? Help them live a normal life, yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> well, uh, there was one day, um, my wife was about ready to go to work, and we went out for lunch, dinner-ish, you know, it was like 2.30, 3 o'clock, 3.30. You know, for her, it was like lunch, but for me, it was like early dinner or whatever. And uh, she was about ready to go to work. Sure. So, you know, we go, and we eat. We come back, and we're sitting, like, in the parking lot of the apartment. I'm just going to hop out and go back upstairs and enjoy my night alone, man. You know, hell yeah. But we're sitting there talking, and right before she leaves, there was this dude bolted by me, by us, in the car. We're like, holy crap. And we see him go in to our building, and I went... I've never seen that guy before. Have you? No. And then no sooner did he go in, it was this other guy. 
<laughs> chasing after him. We're like, okay, you go, hun. Have a good day at work. I'll try and see what's going on here. So I make my way over and I'm looking in, and the the downstairs neighbors, the you know the two gentlemen, their doors open. Apparently, he kicked it down. Damn. And I'm like, and I hear people kind of like talking, and they're trying to calm this guy down. And so I just sort of like, you know, ease upstairs and you get inside, you get away from the conflict, but then you're like, you know, waiting to hear anything. You're just like, okay, what's going on? And, uh, I'm just like, man, what's going on? Did hope my downstairs neighbor's okay. Yeah. I hope they're all right. I hope nothing, hope nobody got hurt. But I guess, uh, cause I, so, you know, so I cracked my door a little bit and they got him outside. Uh, the guy that kicked down the door sitting on the steps and he's talking to him and, and then uh, I'm just like, man, what's going on? And apparently he broke some of their light bulbs. He went in to start breaking light bulbs. Damn. And Savage. Dude, kick down the door, light bulbs go down. And then the, guys, the guy that ran after him is like, you know, you should probably go in and apologize to them. And the guy replied, I want pants. Wait, was the guy wearing pants? Yes. <laughs> That's very bizarre. And then the guy that the guy that was trying to calm him down no sold it and said, "We can go get you some pants." I understand. I completely understand the the situation that this guy is in. You know, he's trying mm. to calm him down. He's not trying he's not laughing, but here I am upstairs going, what? <laughs> it's just like what the fuck did I just hear him yell? Did he say I want pants? He yelled it. We're making a target run. Well, and he had something in his hand, and I thought it was a knife. Right? I'm like, has he got a knife? No, it was a comb. Interesting. Running, running, and I am like, this is beyond my comprehension. <laughs> I don't know. See. But I, I'm actually glad you bring that up because it kind of brings up some stuff that's been happening in the real world where cops are killing people who have special needs. Well, and then and yeah. it's because exactly what you just said. If you saw a guy run into a fucking place and fucking poof, kick the door down, fuck you, I'm gonna break your fucking life. Maybe he's not saying fuck you because you know he doesn't know any better. Whatever he, you know, I don't know. Maybe I just. Maybe I should think about that before I re- retell this story and do my reenactment. Frig off! And then he fucking, he he runs out, and you see this guy holding something in his hand. Of course you're going to think he's got a fucking knife on him. He just ran in his apartment and fucking kicked the door down and started smashing their light bulbs. It sounds crazy. Oh, but it's all in the same. It's just like, it can remind you... Of the of the dangers that they live. Well, then also, like, had a cop been there? Yeah. Okay, dude, a cop would have blew that dude away, no questions. Or, or somebody, if it wasn't somebody that he knew, you know, because apparently this guy knew these people, right? Or the, you know, these other two guys. Imagine if he would have broke into our apartment or stomped through our apartment, and there's this dude running, running around crazy, you know, and. You would have fucking took him down, bro, and not known what to do. You would have probably beat this guy's ass un- un- unknowingly. And then imagine how bad I would have felt after it. You know, it's like, 
But at the same point, it's that fight or flight instinct where you're just like, ah, am I going to let him come in and start stabbing me with a comb or am I going to take him down, you know? Yeah, and just preserve. It's self-preservation. You don't, you're not thinking about, like, what is this guy's men, men, mental state or what's his intention. You're like, fuck you. You're in my space. You should not be in my house. That is not okay. All right. So the other story I have about neighbors was the second apartment, same complex. We actually were going to stay. We were going to leave and then couldn't. And then we're like, okay, we'll stay. And they're like, we already sold your apartment, even though there's two empty ones right next to us. Go figure. They got us into a different one, and it was in an older part of it, uh, like, like, like of the complex. And there was this uh, couple that lived underneath us that were of uh, uh, Middle Eastern, you know, Arabic maybe. I don't know the exact. Sure. You know, I don't know the exact designation, so please forgive me. But it, but it was this guy and this gal, and she was like a nurse or uh, like, like, like of some sort. And he looked pretty well-to-do, pretty dapper, you know. And uh, you, you learn code of ethics when you have apartment neighbors. And, and I know you probably experienced somewhat of this too, where it's like, to what extent are you going to start calling people out on things? If somebody else is too loud and you're like, well, I'll, let me try it. And if they don't do it on me, it can be a, well, we can both have a certain level of of audio that we can sort of understandably because I remember there was one night at three o'clock in the morning thankfully uh, it was a weekend because I worked days at the time where they were like had to have been watching a perfect storm on their home theater system <clears throat> cranked because I could Holy stand shit. right in the middle of my living room floor and get a foot massage it's like whoa Jesus I'm like noted <laughs> And uh, every once in a while, we would get the aroma of a certain herbal substance that would waft its way upward. Well, yeah, because, I mean, Middle Eastern people cook with lots of different spices. I mean, so many heavily spiced (coughs) things. Sorry, excuse me. I was talking about weed. (coughs) Oh, (laughs) or that. Awesome. <laughs> Shit. I'm trying to be like nice about these people and their smell. Like weed. You're bro. like, not dog. It was not dog. It was weed. It was weed. Okay. The cool. Fucking devil's lettuce. Anyway, uh, there was also one night where we're, me, me and the wife are laying in bed. And these, these apartments had to have been laid out in a pretty similar manner, you would think. Like, just like copy paste right on top of each other uh, sort of layout, right? Yeah, that way your plumbing can all function properly yeah. and whatnot. And well, anyway, yeah. I'm gonna try and do this without like damaging the ears of our audience. Because, granted, it was through a. I'm, floor. I'm gonna watch you. Yeah, but go way back. Because go way because, back. Because I'm recording on my end. What you hear isn't gonna be, you know, because my microphone. I have to be right right on it and all that shit. Anyway. On top of it, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna also do this a little bit. Okay. So I heard, I heard them go. <laughs> they was fucking bro dude <laughs> those balls were slapping so that. hard we could hear it through the floor 
Oh my god. Oh my gosh. That is some righteous sex, my dude. And I'm just whoa. like me and her look at each other, we're like, whoa. <laughs> All right. Well, and because and like we didn't want to be those people like, calm down, you're fucking uh so <laughs> calm down, you're fucking <laughs> awesome okay oh man hold up i'm not used uh hopefully everything's still going okay my whole like my screens go dark i'm like oh no i lost power okay no we're good we're good we're good i just it's been so long since i moved it it went to sleep anyway well they eventually did knock on the floor to tell us to shut the fuck up one time and i'm like whoa it i it was the very last time that I could ever seriously recall getting loud and marking out at pro wrestling. Okay, what was it? CM Punk cashing in the first time. Oh, fuck yeah. I had been following the dude for <laughs> years through Ring of Honor and all that shit. Seeing him coming up, I had been a longtime fan of his. And, you know, knowing he had it. Chilling out in the bedroom watching it, you know. She's in the, she's in the bedroom and all of a sudden... You know, he Edge gets laid out by Batista, and all of a sudden, uh, kill switch engage kicks in. I'm like, <gasps> you know, and he's like, I'm like, I'm, I must want to be like, go play your bongos, <laughs> because we were here bongos. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, so they were just smoking weed and playing bongos and fucking. Oh, dude, raw dogging it, dude. Had to have been. <laughs> uh. <laughs> What'd you say? Calm down, you're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, that's good. Uh, that, that's a t-shirt right there. Calm down, you're fucking. <laughs> I'm going to make it. I'm making that shirt, dude. It's happening. It's going to be a, a shirt you can buy at some point. Oh, dude. It's weird, though, to talk about your neighbor experiences because you lived in apartment complexes slightly longer than me. I could only do that shit for a year. And I, I'm, I, let me tell you what, I'm the worst neighbor in my one apartment <laughs> instance. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're honest, man. At least you're honest. But but while I was the worst, I was not the only worst in that building. There were a lot of bad, uh, loud type people in there at that time, and I think that's just the environment that you're in or whatever. But, um, you know, it was one thing when we had like some people over for rock band, and it was real quiet or whatever. But I'm pretty sure you remember the Halloween party. Oh yeah, and that was fucking crazy. That was too many people at my house, okay? <laughs> like, what the fuck was I thinking? Why did we let that many people? It was awesome, though. It was, like, fun as shit. I loved that night. It was so much fun, and, like, that was, like, the the rebirth of the band, and we were, like, I think we had just made, like, some sort of web page that we showed people off and had, like, a demo of one of our songs and shit. Like, this we was were before, there and in the moment. You know, that was before Facebook was, like, uh, it was a thing, but it wasn't as integral <laughs> 
integral into like you know fan pages or anything it was like not that. prevalent yet no n- not not for that it was more like it was a success that we had our own blog where we could post updates i mean this was like 2009 eight it was 2008 was it late 2000 it might have actually no yeah, it, was, it was 2008 it, it, was, it was late it was 2008 yeah october of 2008 mm-hmm. yep yeah yeah because because it was our uh five years right yeah and we had just started doing stuff, I think, in September. For just over, uh, for almost yeah, two months, we had been doing stuff. Hey, guess what? That September of 08, bought the Korg. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I did, man. It's real. That's very real, man. No, but, um, yeah, no. So I put we pushed the boundaries at that party, and we did get the cops called on us that one time. Um, and, and it ended up being cool, uh, because they actually didn't show up, must have had other problems, but there are two other stories in that apartment that I must tell that are much more funny. So that one was just like, you were there, there were fuck tons of people, too many people, there were people in every room, in the hallways, Kitchen, all over the place in that house, yeah. on the balcony. Yeah. Dude, the balcony's the one that got me, because I was like, seriously, there had just been like some sort of balcony collapse in some other state. And I'm like, these motherfuckers are going to get themselves killed. I'm not going out on the balcony. Like, fuck that. My sister and Erica were out there, and Erica was, like, drunk for the first time, crying on everybody, dude. Like, just crying. And I was like, this is very bizarre night. Like, uh, no, that was a different a different uh, occasion that Erica was there doing that because we had the big, the big Halloween celebration. And it was just too many people. See, I can't even remember there were so many people. But... The two instances from that apartment that I really remember, one revolved around wrestling as well, okay, because we were watching, I think it was the the Royal Rumble in the middle of January, and so it's like cold and wintry, it's obviously quiet sometimes in the nighttime, and like, it was Royal Rumble 2008, I can't remember who won that year, but it was... Cena. Either... It was seen. Oh, so I was pissed off that Cena won. That was the uh, and I snapped. Oh eight was the Madison Square Garden one oh. when he came back from the injury early, like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I snapped and started yelling at the TV really loudly, and I like smacked my hands a couple times. Well, the lady right under us heard that and thought that I was hitting Sarah. So she calls the cops. Uh, the cops knock on our door. We do, in fact, we did, in fact, have, like, Wes was there, and I think his girlfriend was there. So there was maybe a couple people that were there, and we did have alcohol. So we could have been in trouble for that or whatever. But the, I swear to God, this is the greatest thing. Cop knocks on the door. We're like, what the fuck? Shut the, shut the fucking thing off. Shut, turn it down. Turn it down. I run to the door. I'm like, you guys just stay in the back. The front part of the house is dark or whatever. And I walk to the front. I'm in the door and I'm like, "Hey, what's up, officer?" You know, and he's like, uh, "We had a dis- we heard a disturbance, or we we had somebody call about a disturbance, and uh, we just need to check it out." And I was like, "Yeah, man, we're watching wrestling right now. Do you want to come in? We've got some pizzas." And he literally went, "No, thank you," and shut the door in my face. <laughs> he literally heard wrestling and shut off. He did not give a fuck. He knew it was bogus. He knew there was no reason to panic. He saw this nerdy fucking Nate of old. You know, I was like 21 at that point. You know, standing in front of him, just like, uh, you know, it, was, it, it was actually would have been January of 09, technically speaking. But, uh, okay. Yeah, man. So, so there was that one. But then there was another time where me and my apartment, uh, roommates 
got into some stupid fucking mischief, bro. I tell you what, this was the dumbest thing I've ever done. Um, so we, when we worked at GameStop, had had a bunch of stuff come in for promos. And the promos were to, like, set up parties. And they had a bunch of balloons. And they had, like, sent us, like, a thousand balloons, dude. It's too many balloons, okay? Not joking. They sent us too many balloons. And I know they were probably setting them up so you could use them over multiple events or whatever. Well, our store didn't really do shit like that, so Liz is just like, get rid of them, you know, do whatever. My roommate, Derek, grabs them, takes them. So we spend an entire night filling up two totes full of water balloons, okay? And I'm like, what are we going to do with this, you guys? And they're like, we have the perfect plan. Shut all the lights in the apartment off. And I was like, what are we doing? Sarah's asleep. We shut all the lights in the apartment off. We take these totes out to the balcony. We throw water balloons at the cars on Vermilion Street for like an hour until we hit a fucking cop car who immediately threw his lights on. And we, I have never lost my fucking cool before, but that was me freaking the fuck out like run go inside it's over <laughs> slam the fucking sliding door shut lock our doors we super super quiet we had to be so fucking quiet i remember we were like you can't assume the cop could directly know what balcony it came from because it was happening so fast you know mm -hmm. but he knew something of mischief had happened so you gotta assume he throws the lights on but i don't think he ever got out of his car like, so we were just panicked in our fucking apartment, like, laying on the ground. We don't have to lay on the fucking ground. Just be normal fucking people. Like, what are we doing? Like, as an adult, I'm looking at this like, this is ridiculous. Why are we doing that? But we were, like, stealth mode. Don't breathe. Don't fucking talk. Stay. So we stayed like that for, like, an hour, and then we are like, I think it's clear. And then we sent somebody innocently down to look. At there was no cop, so we were in the clear for sure. But yeah, those are my horrible. I was a terrible person back then, man. I've got one, uh, two stories about um, your apartment. One of them, ooh, bring it on. One of them involves uh, the Halloween party or the drive home from the Halloween party. I was designated driver <laughs> that night, and uh, I had one beer the entire night. I think I had a beer with Jason. And it was cool to like catch your Mick Thompson outfit. Yep, from Slipknot, and uh, have one beer because I remember I folded the mask up and was drinking the beer. <laughs> I wish I would have had a straw; it would have looked so funny. Anyway, both my wife <laughs> and uh, my roommate Rob got toasty, and it was one of those things where right afterwards. Uh, we got Taco Bell right down the road from you. Okay. <laughs> okay, so time out. Before you continue your story, can I just say my brain with the th information you have given me has splintered into a million different what-if scenarios. Okay. <laughs> I cannot wait to figure out which one you take me on. <laughs> so I got to say that I can't remember after getting home, if I'm merging this story with another, but it's still funny anyways. Uh, okay. And, uh, but they got pretty toasty and the Taco Bell like sobered them up. And then along the ride home, they got drunk again. <laughs> 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 uh, 
and <laughs> I had my iPod on shuffle. Right, I'm driving. I'm trying to keep myself awake, and totally in deer country, no less. Random song comes on, uh, you know, in oldie at this point. Kiss from a rose from Seal. <laughs> Two drunk people in my car at the top of their lungs singing Kiss from a Rose. And I, <laughs> we get home, and I swear this is the story. She may correct me and say, no, that was some other time I got drunk, but whatever. She's like, I'm hungry again now that she's home. And she's like, I want some eggs. So she goes and cooks herself some scrambled eggs. And then she, Fuck yeah, scrambled she eggs. eats the scrambled eggs, and then she just goes right into the bathroom and blah, it vomits up the scrambled eggs. Immediately chucked the scrambled eggs right back out. Mm-hmm. And uh, the body rejected the eggs. And then she's like, oh, I'm fine now. I'm going to bed. <laughs> she, she was like, <laughs> well, that puke set me right. Yeah. The other story about your place that I have... Um, Involves Sarah and uh, some of your neighbors. I wasn't there, so this is a story by proxy. I just remember getting. Okay. I just remember getting told this story by Sarah. Uh, for some reason, you guys had neighbors over. You guys were having a good time talking, and uh, sex got brought up, and a certain sexual act got brought up of eating ass. And Sarah was so disgusted by that. She was like, that is the most fucking disgusting thing you could ever do to a person. Like, like if anybody has ever, you know, like, eaten ass, like, I want them nowhere near me. Get the fuck out of my life. And one of your neighbors who was gay said, that's my cue. (laughs) (laughs) I think, yeah, I remember something like that. And then I also remember, uh, man. fuck it i'm telling this story bro you brought up the neighbors you brought up those those specific neighbors so the gay neighbors we had uh i'm not going to say their names because that's rude the gabers uh because the 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 gabers i guess if you want to call them that that's (laughs) that's fine that dude that 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 sounds like such a such a sitcom or like the next installment of like the seth rogan (laughs) <laughs> the neighbors series. The neighbors series. The third one's the Gabers. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, so uh, th- th- we moved away from them, and they were no longer our neighbors, right? And then the one neighbor who was the larger, and I don't mean that as in like fat. I mean just gen genuinely a huge human being. Uh. Started asking me for dick pics and, like, dirty pictures of me because he was interested. Yeah, dude. And I was like, what? No. Like, I'm not doing that. And he's like, come on. Like, it's cool. And I was like, no, dude. It's like, I understand that's, like, your guys' thing, but I'm not really into that or whatnot. But it was it was crazy because I was like, I wonder if I was just, like, fucking 
some sort of sexual tease of this guy the whole time I was living in next to him and had no idea, you know, and that's and that's fine. Like, if you want to scope me out, I'm a piece of ass to you, whatever, that's great. Like, that's cool. I just wasn't expecting it from him because he that he, that was never anything that was ever thought about, talked about, discussed. We were never those kind of people. We were just very cool friends. They were very great people to be around. I genuinely enjoyed their friendship. So that was like a very bizarre twist for me. It was like, huh? What? Me? No. No thanks. No. So yeah, that's that. That's uh that's the end of that story with those neighbors. Uh, which aren't together anymore. Surprise. I, I wonder about the unsolicited dick pics yeah. from other guys. But uh, but the one, the one, uh, he got married, and he's still a Facebook friend of mine. He's a good dude. Genuinely a great human being. It's cool to see his life taking off and doing its thing, you know, kicking ass and whatnot. But uh, now I have some neighbors, Brando. Fuck these neighbors. But also, <clears throat> okay, they're all right. Like... <laughs> Fuck these neighbors, but you're all right sometimes. <laughs> they are like, like it's 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 really bizarre because I say fuck these neighbors primarily because of their noise, and and here's the crazy thing, until you've been in my house when it's happening, I can't give you the crazy. Like I'm gonna explain this to you, and you're gonna be like, that doesn't even make sense. But when it happens, you're just like, what the fuck. So they play loud music from their garage, which is back behind their house, but it's also behind where our bed is, essentially. Like, their garage is further back than where the back of our house is. So they bump loud music, and they bump, you know, the classic jams, Ozzy and shit like that sometimes, and I'm cool, and they also bump some rap, and I'm cool with that too. They also bump country, with which I'm really less, less cool about. But the point is, it's so loud... That even though you're outside, it just sounds like like I can step outside and I don't really hear it that much until I'm like in front of their house and I'm like, oh, it's like an okay volume. That's how loud I would listen to it. But then when I go in my house, it's like you're inside of the fucking Wolford. Om 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 om. It's like constant, dude. And it and it just weird hours of the night. One time they left it on till four thirty in the fucking morning, playing as loud as fuck. One time, V goes out to fucking, she's had enough. It's over. She's had too much. She's, it's, 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 it's pushed the buttons to the point where she, you've pissed the most passive chill person off. <laughs> Things are not going swell. So she walks out the door and I'm right behind her. Cause I'm like, what the fuck is about to happen? I'm not really sure. Like, is this about to get violent? Like what the fuck I'm behind her da, 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 da. and she's going to listen to hear how it actually sounds when you're outside and she just starts shaking her head. She's like, what the fuck? It's 2.30 in the fucking morning. What the fuck? And I'm just like, man, I really wish a cop would drive by right now because I would just have him listen, you know? And I swear to God, dude, a cop rolls around our fucking block. And I wave him down. I'm like, hey, you. And he's like, can I help you? I was like, yeah, listen, I usually don't call the cops. I'm not that kind of person. <clears throat> but it's late. We've got a kid in there. He's trying to sleep. Do you hear this? And he went, yeah, I do. <laughs> the end of this story is so funny. I can't wait to tell you the end of this to resolve. Because the, the comeback from the neighbor just kills me to this day. It's so fucking great. So the cop pulls into the dude's driveway. Walks up. Knocks on the door. And I think he wakes him up. 
because I think they accidentally fell asleep and they had left their music on. So he makes them shut it off. And we're hearing this whole thing play out. Cop leaves. And the neighbor gets on his side of the fence right where our back window is. And I hear him go, y'all better cut your damn grass. I have no idea why. I have no idea. Other than our grass was a little long, and I think that was his way of saying he was going to call the cops on us. Well, you know, it's like your neighbor says something, does something, you're like, dude, fuck that guy. All right. You want to play that game? Cut your fucking grass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so then, so the flip, the flip side is that same dude, months later, helped me bring a heavy piece of furniture into my house. Super grateful. Like, I was struggling with this couch. It's a sleeper sofa. I'm trying to get it in the in the house myself. Lady pulls up, the lady neighbor. She's like, do you want my husband to help you? And I was like, that would be great. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to ask for help, but, like, I, I think I might need it on this one. He comes over. He helped me get it in, like, super fast. I was super grateful, you know. They built a privacy fence that greatly reduces the noise. The noise is not nearly as bad now. The privacy fence is also nice because we don't have to see what the fuck they're doing. They can do whatever they want. I can do whatever I want. Like, it's it's great, you know? Uh, but the last issue I ever had with this neighbor is fucking crazy. 2.30 in the morning. We're dead asleep. And all of a sudden we hear... His fucking car horn is going off nonstop. It's not stopping. And we're like, what the fuck? So we're like, we wait five minutes. Is it going to shut off? Nope. Ten minutes. Twenty. Forty. An hour goes by, and Sarah has had enough. And she goes, fuck it. I never do this, but I'm calling the fucking cops. And she calls the cops, and she explains what's going on. She's like, I don't know if something's wrong with our neighbors, like if something's happened to him or something bad has gone on, but their horn has been going off for an hour and 15 fucking minutes now. And she put her cell phone up. Womp, womp, womp. You know, you hear it in the phone. And yeah, the cops showed up and had to like knock on their door and wake them up again. I feel bad, but like some, some wiring was actually fucked up in this dude's vehicle and it had rained and it triggered this horn to just go off. True story. That happened to me once when I was in Best Buy. <laughs> I'm driving, and my horn just starts, wop, wop, wop. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Everybody's staring at me. I'm freaking out. I'm like, no, what do I do? I had to call my dad. He's like, you're going to have to get under the hood of the car, son, and there's this thing. You're going to see the horn, and it's got like a little plastic clip, and you're going to pull the plastic clip. That's going to disable your horn, and that way you're, right now you're not going to have a horn until we can get it looked at. That's what I did. End of story. Anyways, go on. All right, so a couple things. First of all, I've I always I accidentally set off my car alarm like all the freaking time. It's in my pocket. The keys click it, and it's like five o'clock in the morning. There was one day I sat down to put my shoes on. I'm like, oh crap! So I it's always mine, right? Mine is always the one that goes off. So I, I grab mine and start hitting mine. It was hers, so I have both cars. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. 
were they in sync with each other or did they like were they just like off time with each other no, it was going it was going it sounded like geese flying by but it's way louder <laughs> and another thing Oh, something I thought of when you said your neighbor's like, y'all better cut your damn grass. Can you just imagine that same thing? Imagine that same thing, that whole thing playing out, right? And he comes up to this, to like, to where, like, to by the window, and he's all like, y'all better calm down, you fucking. <laughs> y'all better calm down, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit man oh is that a is that where we stop today oh. is on y'all better calm your fucking i think so dude um oh god damn it calm down you fucking i think that's the episode title episode one of the ogs calm down you fucking i love it absolutely agree oh. with this totally sold i hope you folks enjoyed this first episode i've had a fucking absolute blast oh, brando dude. I'm already looking forward to episodes two through however many we decide to get going. Uh, but feels good to be back. It does. Feels damn good. It does, dude. And you know, and that's what that's what I kind of want this show to be. Uh, we could talk about any news or anything that's going on that's of interest. But, dude, us sharing stories, us making each other laugh, dying, tears flowing. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shit, that got me. Y'all better calm your fucking... <laughs> Y'all better calm down your fucking... <laughs> the inflection with the, that dude's telling me to cut my grass. And the only thing I'm thinking of is, like, is he really going to call the cops and be like, yeah, so my neighbor's grass is four inches too long. Like, <laughs> you sound like a crazy person. Not good. And truth be told, that was at a point in time when I had to mow with an electric mower oh. that barely spun. It barely worked. <laughs> so <laughs> if it got thick, it was a long, like, five-hour arduous process. Oh, Cut a little bit of grass. Dump two bags worth of grass. <laughs> Cut a little bit more. Two more bags. That was a nightmare. Hmm. <sighs> <sighs> All right, Brando. I think we can get out of here officially. You know what's cool? I don't think we have um, any kind of socials other than our actual social medias where people can just check out like Game Addicts Podcast and the Journey into Comics Network, which is really where all of our shit is. You can pretty easily find us. We're quite accessible. Uh, are we going to make socials for this, or is this going to be a more of a you know specialty thing? Let's let's fill it out first. Uh, yeah, and until we and let, let's get a couple shows under our belt. Let's fill this out and let's get the show rolling. Uh, because I mean, it's not that this show won't continue after Chris is up and going again. It, it's not that it won't continue after you know the whole kid stuff. But if this show is more seasonal, or if it's just a constant every other week type deal, as long as we can do it, as long as we can find time to do it. Uh, I want to do this, dude. I want to get back into podcasting with you, and uh, you know, you know, get right back into the thick of things. And uh, that's about all I got. Yeah, if you guys want to check out uh, my other show, which is a lot more tame and less ridiculous <laughs> and, and and less giggle happy than this show, but it's still a good show. You still should go check it out. It's Game Addicts Podcast. Uh, you can show check that out on podcast services all around the place. We're now on iHeartRadio. Um, Got us. Uh, I, I even got us on SoundCloud. We li we live stream the show every Wednesday 
on Twitch, on Facebook, and now Mixer. We're on Mixer now as well. And uh, Spotify is one of our biggest hitters, uh, other than like Podbean and Chrome. So if you guys like Spotify, look us up. We're on Spotify right there. And I want to send a quick shout-out to all of our listeners around the world, like in Brazil, in Australia, Canada, Sudan. In, uh, in Norway. Hey, how you want me to? Uh, how you feel? Yeah. Ah, for nah, real. For real. <laughs> but yeah, everybody, dude, over in China as well. Uh, you know, or I, I looked at the you know at the stats just the other day, and I was astounded by like the the hundreds and even thousands of downloads that were in other places. I want to thank all of you for checking us out, and all of our gracious. 1400 something followers on Podbean alone. That's awesome. That really t- yeah, touches man. me right here. I, I really love doing that show with my co host, uh, Mike, and we have a lot of fun doing it. We were back uh, last week. We took a week off and we hit it back. Had a good show with that. And uh, uh, yeah, dude, uh, our YouTube, go. We're trying to get some more subscribers on our YouTube thing. Go, go to Game Addicts Podcast and YouTube. Subscribe there. And that is your one stop shop for everything that we do. Hell yeah, Brando. Well said. Also, go to journeyintocomics.com for the Journey Into Comics Network. Get all the shows on our network. Get us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, Spotify, CastBox, TuneIn, and many others. Just search Journey Into Comics Network. Subscribe to our feed, as well as Game Addicts Podcast feed, as well as Podcastrophy's feed, uh, in case you want to get extra content there. we Listen, here's the thing. We all love creating podcasts. We all love creating content for you, the listener. This is an outlet for us where we can express ourselves where we don't usually get to. So we are creating all these shows and all these spinoffs and all these new uh, feeds for you, the people. It literally is just for that. It's 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 great for us, but it's also great because other people like to hear what we have to say. Uh, Brando, thank you so much for creating this show, joining me all the way back at the beginning of my journey into comics. See what I did there. Uh, I think that's going to do it for the first episode of OGs. Oh, Y'all better calm your fucking. Y'all better calm down been... your fucking. <laughs> calm down your fucking. I have been your well, one half of the OGs, Nate. I've been the other half of the OGs, Brando. And we'll see you guys later.